There's a lot of talk these days about setting intentions, about visioning for your life, and also manifesting things into your life. If you're curious about what that means, or if you think it sounds a little woo-woo, stay with me. On today's episode, I have the creator and CEO of Vision Words, Martha Banks Hall with me, and she's going to explain to you just exactly what it's all about. Hey there, you're listening to Living a Limitless Life podcast. I'm Sharon Hughes, and on this show, we talk about mastering your mindset, growing your faith, and becoming the leader you want to be with tips, strategies, and interviews to help you create a life you love. I'm really glad you're here. Come on, let's do this. I am so excited to have Martha Banks Hall on the show today. She's the CEO and creator of Vision Words. She's an entrepreneur. She's a speaker. She's an encouraging and inspirational woman. And she believes so strongly in pouring into other women. Thank you so much for having me, Cher. And it's so nice to be here with you. Yeah, I'm so excited that you were able to clear your schedule I'm on the West Coast, you're on the East Coast, so to make it happen is a little bit of magic. (laughs) Yes. All right. I want to just jump right in because I actually found you because I had attended an event where your beautiful little package of vision words was in my gift bag. And that was how I found you. And I'm just kind of a nut for anything inspirational, but also stationary type of items So that to me was like an amazing gift to receive. And then we connected on Instagram. So I would, I love what you do. Of course, I follow you. I love what you do with setting intentions and your workshops. I want to hear the story of, of your faith journey of how you created vision words and then how it plays out into the workshops that you do for women. Yes, great. Thank you so much. I was really excited to um to meet you virtually on Instagram when you received <laughs> the pack of vision words um in your swag bag. I created vision words two years ago, and the story actually goes back to uh, twenty fifteen. In twenty fifteen, I um was in a place where I actually was low on funds, and I you know. The first of the month was coming up and I was behind on bills and bills were coming up and it was also close to the holidays. I believe it was around September or October of 2015. And what I did is I wrote down everything that I needed to pay and I wrote down everything that I wanted to do in the holiday season. Um, I'm a mother of two. I'm a wife and a mother of two uh, little girls. And at the bottom of that list, um, I don't know if you're familiar with the book, The Secret. Mm-hmm. or the movie The Secret, at the mm-hmm. bottom of that list, I wrote, I will attract $10,000. And after I did that, I put the list away and I was focused on just, you know, finding money for the rent. You know, when mm-hmm. when you're low on funds, you might try and dip into your savings or ask a family member or, mm-hmm. you know, try and find different ways to find money. And Those ways had worked in the past, but Mm -hmm. this time it wasn't working. And so I looked around my home and I have a collection of 
mugs. I collect souvenir mugs from different cities. I have over a hundred of them and they're just sitting on a shelf in my kitchen. And Mm -hmm. um, I've been collecting them since 1994. And I looked at the collection. I thought, well, they're just sitting there and they're kind of taking up space. And maybe if I, I know people sell them on eBay, maybe if I sell my whole collection, I can get, you know, Mm $2,500. And the entire time I do have to say, this goes back to, you know, my faith. I, I knew that God was going to provide the money for Mm -hmm. my bills and for what I needed. But there's times where when we're praying for something, especially when it's a breakthrough, whether it's with our health or with our finances, there's times where doubt comes in and, you know, we start thinking, you know, we start doubting or we start worrying. And what I would do is I started, um, I would sing songs in my head or I would sing songs even out loud. And there's Mm -hmm. a song that says, oh, my God shall supply all my needs mm. according to his riches and glory. And I would sing that over and over and over during this you know, time period that I was um, praying for these finances. So going back to the mug collection, I started doing research. I never cataloged the mugs. I never, you know, looked, you know, okay, I have this city, but not that city or, you know, how much are they worth? How much are people selling them on eBay for? And when I looked into, you know, there's collector forums and groups and whatnot, I found out that I had one really rare mug, that there's only nine of them in the world. And so this one mug, when I put it out there on the, you know, collector groups and the discussion forums, People mm-hmm. started offering me money for the one mug, not my whole collection, just that one mug. Mm-hmm. And I ended up selling it for $20,000. Oh my gosh. A mug. The one mug. <laughs> A mug. Two and that you probably paid how much for? Oh my goodness. Probably the most I could have paid was 21, but wow. I might have paid twelve ninety five. I mean, it, wow. just, it just so happened to be a mug that they took off of their inventory right away, took took off the shelves. And there's a story behind it, but it's it's a very rare mug. And so a, a woman across the world paid me $20,000 for that one mug. And that That's was two, amazing. <laughs> yeah. Two <laughs> after I wrote down, I will attract $10,000. Okay. So that also goes back to, you know, a a, a biblical scripture where it says, you know, write the vision, make it plain. You know, mm. the Bible talks a lot about writing down, you know, writing down and speaking what you mm-hmm. desire and what you're praying for. And so that I attribute also to my faith and just, you know, mm-hmm. staying firm and believing. But that was a huge eye opener for me because right. what happened was I saw what I, what, what manifested. And then I realized that I've been doing this all my life. I moved to wow. New York. Um, from San Francisco in 2005. And um, I wrote down, you know, August move, September, you know, find a job, paying this much, October, find an apartment. That's exactly how it happened. Wow. Um, Wrote down 10 things that I wanted in Mm -hmm. a husband. And three years later, I'm dating someone, this amazing man. And I find the sticky note that has these 10 things written down and he was everything on that list. Right. Um, I'm a big planner. I'm a big, mm-hmm. I, I work a lot with calendars and spreadsheets, and it's just mm-hmm. something that works for me in my life. And when we got back from our honeymoon, I actually wrote down, you know, years 
in a spreadsheet going across. And then I wrote down baby number one in March, baby number two in oh, October. You are a planner. Of the following <laughs> planner. I say that to say I manifested my children down to the month that they were born. My first daughter was born in March and my second daughter was born November 7th. So just seven days after my original target date. So, wow. I was reminded of all this when the mug, you know, was sold for $20,000. So I started looking into um, motivational speakers such as Lisa Mm -hmm. Nichols, um, anybody online that could, you know, kind of, teach me more about manifesting, about setting intentions, about, mm-hmm. you know, being intentional with your life and not mm-hmm. just living life routinely, but really being intentional and going after your desires. Right. And I came across a video that I had never seen before. And I've, you know, have read a lot and, 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 and heard a lot, um, a lot of the teachers from the secret and, and obviously through teachers of the Bible, but mm-hmm. I came across a video about a Japanese scientist named Dr. Emoto and mm-hmm. he did a water experiment where he wanted to see what would happen when you put intention towards the water. And oh, so I know I the, know exactly you what know, you're going to share. I love this. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Cuz like you wouldn't believe it if you didn't see it yourself, right? I I didn't Seriously. believe it when I did see it. Okay, we're going to have to find the link for that and put it in the show notes. Yes, definitely. Find the, find the link so that everyone can watch this video on YouTube. Um, there's, there's a number of them. But the one I saw showed the intention that he put on towards the water using mm-hmm. words. And so he mm-hmm. did different intention towards the water. He did prayers. He also used music. Um, the one that I saw was with words where he taped words onto the vases, um, to the jars of water and the vase one of them said peace and the other one said love and the other one said gratitude mm-hmm. and then an evil and another one said i hate you and the other one said i'll kill you right then he took a drop of water from each vase and froze it and mm-hmm. photographed it and enlarged these photographs and you know what happened these mm-hmm. photographs the ones that said peace love and gratitude were these beautiful prisms these gorgeous gorgeous shapes look like mm-hmm. you know these the most beautiful snowflakes you've ever seen. And the ones that said, evil, I hate you, I'll kill you, were these chaotic blobs, you know, just a mess and corroded and just chaotic forms of nothing. Mm -hmm. And in the video that I saw, a man leans over and says, interesting, isn't it? If words can have that effect on water, how much do they affect us that we're made of water? Our bodies are 60% made of water. Hmm. And I just had this moment and I'm thinking, I've never heard of this. Is this real? First of all, everyone should know about this. And I need some positive words to affect this water, meaning myself, my body. I'm Mm -hmm. in my own business. I've got, you know, spreadsheets and calendars and post-it notes and just, you know, I'm like, I need positive words. And then I thought, right. Well, now I've got to find the perfect scripture or the perfect affirmation or mantra. My handwriting sucks. Mm. <laughs> well, just <laughs> sticky notes that already have positive messages on them. Right. And I couldn't find them anywhere. Right. And that's how Vision Words was born. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. So, so you know what led to the video, which led to <laughs> What's interesting is when you were sharing about the water, it made me think of how um, many, many people, not just Christians, but Christians, Catholics, just, you know, different 
different religions will pray before they eat and ask God to bless and sanctify their food. It yes. made me think of that. If words, I mean, even a prayer, like you said, he put prayer on the water. That's just so interesting. Yeah. Just the idea of what if you prayed over your food for the next two weeks, like what would be different about exactly. you taking that food into your body? Definitely. Uh, for and, every and single meal, every snack, every yeah. Cheeto and cookie that you eat. <laughs> Would you not gain weight? I'm sorry, but you know. <laughs> okay. No, so, it's, it's so true because there's so much power in prayer. You know, prayer is is the word and, and right. using words. Prayer is setting an intention, right? And right. so praying over our water or praying over our food or praying over ourselves. I mean, that right. if the words change the chemical makeup of the water, like right. the molecular structure of the water changed. How much are we changing inside our souls when we set intentions to ourselves or speak right. kindly to ourselves versus speaking unkindly to ourselves? Right. Okay. So this is a big point because a lot of people will hear this and there will be believers, there will be non-believers, there will be people that just aren't really sure. And then the believers are going to be like, you guys, this is really woo-woo. So how do, you, how do you really approach setting intentions, um, tearing down disempowering beliefs, and then declaring affirmations like, like you teach in your workshops? How do you do that from a very Christian and biblical manner so that somebody doesn't feel like, oh, this is just too woo-woo, like we're, we're crossing into a new age realm here? Well, if you, if you start to look at what the Bible teaches and what Jesus teaches, I actually, there's a um, vision word in my bathroom right now, it's a, and it's a scripture that says, what things soever ye desire when ye pray, believe that ye shall receive them and ye shall have them. It's Mark eleven twenty four. Mm -hmm. So Lots of times we've we've heard that you know the catchphrase "ask, believe, receive." Mm -hmm. That's paraphrasing, breaking down the scripture basically. Right. You know, it's it's basically breaking it down to its like most simplest point. It says to ask when you pray that prayer is asking, believe that you have it, and you shall receive them. Mm -hmm. And it's you know it's it goes back to it, it really all boils down to your faith. And so having faith and believing that God hears your prayer and hear and believing that he's going to answer your prayer mm -hmm. and then believing that he's for you and not against you. And that's where mm -hmm. the disempowering right. beliefs come in because what right. happens is because when we're born into this world, there are so many other influences that come into our life. Right. Whatever our family's telling us, whatever the media and society's telling us, whatever, you know, the world and, and friends and you have all these outer influences that are, you know, combating and are, if you start studying um, neuro-linguistic programming and things of that nature, when mm -hmm. you think about the brain, when you study the science of the brain, it actually is programmed to protect us. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes we might think, oh, I want to do something, but then you get scared to do it. Mm -hmm. Why is that? Why do we automatically mm -hmm. default to a negative? Right. And that's because our brain is, is, is programmed and wired to protect us. And so it says, oh, no, 
that might be risky. But if right. You do it right away, before your brain tells you it's risky, then you go ahead and you you know make that leap, right? Mm-hmm. So that's where breaking down the disempowering beliefs comes in because mm-hmm. what happens is lots of times people are like, okay, great, I have these desires, I, this is what I want to accomplish, but then I get all these negative thoughts in my head. Mm-hmm. What do I do about that, Martha? So then we yeah. write it out and we talk it out and we write down, you know, what is it that is your disempowering belief? And I can share this because um, it's something that I'm looking to do this year. I have been wanting to write a book for years. Mm-hmm. And my disempowering belief has been whenever I think of, oh yeah, I've got this book inside of my heart and I want to get it out and I want, you know, people to be able to read this book and be inspired. I think, but there's so many books out there, right? There's so many people who have already written about the subject I'm going to write about, or there's so many. And so that's my disempowering belief. But how am I going to combat that? When that negative thought comes in my head, I'm going to say, well, I have a special story to share. I, my story is going to resonate with a certain group of people, right? I can still help others. So those are going to be the positive thoughts that I'm going to bring into, mm-hmm. into you know, myself so that I can remind myself. And that's kind of reminding yourself that, you know, God is with you. God is for you. You can do this. All things are possible, Mm -hmm. right? Right. Yeah. And definitely no one has experienced life, if you will, through your lens. So you sharing your view, it just, it adds to the world. I don't think having more views negates I think it really does add to because your experience is going to resonate with someone. You know, there's going to be a young woman that that um, feels like she's kind of like you, and she's going to look to you for that mentorship and go, "Oh, well, she could do it." And it's so interesting now because people will go, "Well, they kind of look like me," or "They're they're from where I'm from," or you know, we we have this connection, so they'll connect with you in that way of looking to you as the model, as the role model, as paving the way. And you don't even realize it because you know how everything is out there being connected on the internet. You're influencing people and you don't even know. And then all of a sudden you get a message from somebody that's been following you and going, oh my gosh, I launched my product because of you, because I've been following you. Like this little voice that never said anything just says, oh, you shared your story. And it was like my story. So then I knew I could do it. And it gave them hope. It's really yeah. a beautiful and empowering thing. It is. It really is. It yeah. is. Okay, so let's let's talk about your workshops a little bit. So I know you did one just in January. And when I was stalking you on Instagram, I saw that what you wrote out was setting intentions, tearing down disempowering beliefs, and then declaring their affirmations. Is there just a little something that you could share with us now of that somebody could do, even if like maybe they can't come to your workshop or right now they feel like they're really in a pickle and they just don't know what to do. They're kind of at the end of the rope. What would you say to that person like what they could even do tonight, maybe in prayer or writing something down? I would say um, to think about what do they want the outcome to be? Mm. So if you're, you know, you're at your, the end of your rope in a pickle, as you say, in terms of um, at work, mm-hmm. at your job, 
or with a family member. Maybe there's, you know, a, a disagreement there. Um, write out what you desire to come about. What is it that you want to happen? And you can write it out. I lots of times journal as a prayer, like literally, dear God or dear Jesus, like yeah. it as a prayer and say, you know, this is what I'm praying for. This is my desire. This is what I want to happen. And then think about, are there any things in your mind that you feel are going to keep you from that, are going to keep, keep, are going to keep that from happening. In other words, mm-hmm. if, if you, if you want to get a raise, let's say, because at work things are really rough and you, you believe that you've been here a number of years and you want that raise and they haven't given you a raise yet. So you write down, you know, Lord, I desire this raise. These are the reasons why. Think about how you're going to feel when you get that raise, but mm-hmm. also think about what is it that is inside of me that feels that maybe are reasons why I haven't or reasons why I won't or what kind of negative thoughts come to me like, oh, well, they're never going to do that because of such and such. The thing about it is that anything is possible with God. Right. Scripture, it's biblical. Anything Mm -hmm. is possible with God. And so there are a number of different ways that can come about for you to get that raise or for, you know, things to be resolved with, you know, a wayward son or daughter or any, anything like that. Right. Mm -hmm. So you write, write it down, journal what you want, and then think about, are there any things that come to your mind on the negative end? And then how can you combat that? How can you combat those negative thoughts when they come? Because what happens is if we write out our prayer, but then we don't believe Mm -hmm. and we keep thinking the negative thought, it's mm-hmm. kind of like, you know, the faith isn't there that it's mm-hmm. going to happen. And the, the way we can combat those negative thoughts is by thinking of a positive affirmation. And it could be as simple as anything is possible with God or, you yeah. know, God, you know, the hill, you know, the cattle on a thousand hills are his. And so I know that this job is mine or, you know, no weapon formed yeah. against me shall prosper. You right. know, it could, be a, it could be a scripture or it could be a simple affirmation or mantra, like, you know, I am abundant or God mm-hmm. has blessed me. And you feel that and you're able to, this is what I do, at least whenever I have negative thoughts on any subject, if a negative thought comes to my mind, I combat it right away. I call it a pivot. Once mm-hmm. I catch myself thinking that negative thought, I'll pivot mm-hmm. And I'll think three positive thoughts. Mm. And it could be the same positive thought over and over mm. again, but I could think mm. about it three times to combat that negative thought. And so you think about like a glass of water, if it's filled one fourth of the way with water, but the rest of it is empty and that one fourth is negativity, mm-hmm. the rest of it, fill it up with positivity so that it overflows with positive. Right. right. Okay. Wow. So you teach this in your intention setting workshop, and I think you have another workshop that you're planning. Yes, I'm very excited to um, be introducing. I'm going to do for the first time an online workshop because I had a number of people. I did my first workshop in December um, for people who were, you know, really ready to (laughs) prepare for the year. And then I did Mm -hmm. it again in January. Um, But there were a number of people who obviously couldn't make it to New York. And Mm -hmm. um, so I want to do the next one online. And so I'm going to offer that the first week of April for people who want to be able to 
set intentions for the remainder of the year, um, you know, combat those disempowering beliefs mm-hmm. and really um, set affirmations that are going to assist them in achieving their goals and dreams for the rest of the year and, and what they desire for their life. Okay. So if somebody wants more information about your, your online workshop, where would they go? Um, they can visit me on Instagram. I am at instagram.com forward slash Martha Banks Hall. And um, I'll have a link there uh, starting first week of April for the first few days so that you can sign up for this workshop and it will be online. And um, very, very excited. There's a workbook that goes along with it. It's oh, 30 nice. pages. So it's very in-depth. And um, mm-hmm. we do the work as the workshop goes on. So it's not like you're given a workbook and you're left to your own devices to fill it out. Like we go through it page by page in the workshop. Oh, that's exciting. And of course, I'll put that in the show notes. I will also link up to uh, vision words so that everybody can see, because I love your vision words. So visionwords.co is your website so they can see your goodies. You also have something else coming up pretty soon. It's Pray, Plan, Produce. What is Pray, Plan, Produce about? Pray, Plan, Produce is um, the second brand that I am um, starting. It's um, somewhat of a sister or a daughter brand to Vision Words, and it's mm-hmm. completely faith-based. So Vision Words is very, um, we have the scripture packs, obviously. There's scriptures of encouragement, and there's scriptures mm-hmm. of faith, but there's also packs um, called Gratitude and and fitness, uh, believe in yourself, and each sticky mm-hmm. notepad pack has 50 different statements in it. And so that, that's the main product for Vision Words. But Pray, Plan, Produce, the main product for that brand is going to be a prayer journal mm. planner. Nice. So as you heard from my story, I'm a big right. planner. I love mm-hmm. you know having my calendars, and I also love to journal. And I've always wanted to have a place where I could do both. And it seems that most people either have one or the other. You either have a journal or you have a planner. And I wanted a place where you could have both. And so there's going to be three tabs. There's going to be a tab for your journaling, your prayers, and it's Mm going to really get in depth and like pray the way Jesus prayed in the five Mm -hmm. different elements of prayer. And then the second tab is going to be your calendars and your to-do list. And then the third tab is going to be basically like empty templates that you can fill out for whatever it is that you're producing. So if you're a fitness coach or fitness, you know, focused on fitness and you want to do Mm -hmm. meal there, or if you're a blogger and you want to, you know, write out your, your, you know, your, your editorial calendar there, it'll be empty templates for you to produce whatever it is that you're working on. Oh, um, that's exciting. Yes. I I'm love really it. excited about Pray, Plan, Produce. And there'll be other products as well, t-shirts and mugs and everything faith-based and um, really beautiful. So when will the Pray, Plan um, journal go live and be available? Next month in April. Oh my gosh. That's just like right around the corner. Yes. Right around the corner. That's so (laughs) exciting. Oh my goodness. Okay. So my last question for you, Martha, what's the biggest either life or faith lesson you've learned? Well, this goes back to, um, a, um, a big lesson, the, the biggest lesson that I've learned. And, um, 
I just shared my story about vision words and, and a lot of people have heard that story. A lot of people have heard the story mm-hmm. about the mug. Um, people have heard that I've, you know, manifested the man of my dreams and mm-hmm. my children. I've got two beautiful girls, but what you might not know is that I was married before. Mm. I got married at 20 and um, I was married before we were very involved in the church and Um, after seven years of marriage, this was back in 2002 and some people listening to the podcast might not, (laughs) might not, um, remember exactly what was going on in 2002, but 2002 was when Alicia Keys won her first Grammy. You know, this Uh is a long time ago. This is Uh before iPhone, before Facebook, um, And so email wasn't very prevalent back then. Mm -hmm. And in 2002, I was married for seven years and my ex-husband left me with an email. Oh my goodness. Yes. Wow. I was at work and at 10 a.m. I received an email saying, um, I will not be going to Hawaii. We were supposed to go to Hawaii for our anniversary. I will not be going to Hawaii or be with you. And so the lesson that I learned through that huge ordeal, life crisis, was that when we are in our darkest, darkest hour, Mm -hmm. that is when God is closest to us. Mm. And it's so interesting that I am now creating sticky notes with scriptures and affirmations on them because a scripture on a sticky note is actually what saw me through that first year of that crisis. Wow. found a scripture in Psalms that says, um, God is near to the brokenhearted Mm. and he saves those who are crushed in spirit. And I put it on a sticky note on my monitor at work and I would stay at work actually quite late because I was in denial about everything that was going on. And so I would work all these extra hours that I didn't need to, but I was there and I was reading that scripture every day. It stayed on my monitor for a year and I read it over and over and over again that God is near to the brokenhearted. Obviously, I was brokenhearted. Yeah. He saves those who are crushed in spirit, which is exactly how I felt. I felt like someone had gotten a brick and hit me upside the head with it. Right. And in that time, God was near me. He was Mm -hmm. with me. I felt him holding me up through that crisis. I felt him surrounding me with his love and his peace and his comfort, his protection, his wisdom, Mm -hmm. and he saw me through the biggest crisis I had ever been through. And so that was my biggest lesson so far is that in the darkest hour, God is nearest to you. I can't even imagine what that must have felt. And I know people that are listening are going to be like, but what happened? Because I know I'm feeling that way. Like, what happened? Where did he go? (laughs) Yeah. Is that something that you want to talk about? No pressure. If you don't want to say what happened, it's okay. <laughs> oh, it's, I mean, we would be here for quite a while and that's actually, that's actually what like, my Where did he go? <laughs> did you ever hear from him again? Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. It, it was a whole, you know. It was I a got, whole thing. It was a whole thing. Yeah. It was, it was, it was a whole thing. <laughs> it was a whole thing. And now I have a list of 14 women, so. Oh my goodness. So yeah. maybe there'll be a part two to this where we'll come back and we should talk definitely about do a part two. This is, it's actually what my book is going to be about, about how oh. to thrive 
after going through a life crisis, such as divorce, such as a a bad divorce. Okay. Um, See exactly what we were saying earlier. Somebody's going to hear that and so identify because you know, you know how they feel. I mean, I have my own life story and I don't know how I made it through without the grace of God. Now I can look back and I can go, oh yeah. And I see this and I see this and this, and now it makes sense to me. But when you're in the middle of it, you're like, whoa, this does not make any sense. Yeah. Wow. Well, thank you for sharing that. Thank you for sharing your, your words of wisdom for being vulnerable and for pouring into others. It's been so great to have you. Thank you. If anybody wants your workshop, they can go and find you on Instagram. I will have that linked up below. And when is the workshop going to go live? The workshop will go live. Um, the, the link will go live on April 1st. Okay. So they'll find the link in your profile on Instagram. Yes. So they can register. They can sign up there. Perfect. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you so much, Martha, for being here. What a treat to have you. I never thought when we first met like a year ago (laughs) messaging that this would actually happen. So it's really exciting to have you and just thank Thank you you. for following your passion. What a beautiful story. And after hearing this, I know somebody's out there thinking, oh my goodness, I have to pursue my passion and they have to make their dream happen. So you're a trailblazer. Thank you so much. And thank you for having me on the podcast. Such a pleasure. Oh, you're absolutely welcome. Thank you so much for listening to the show today. All of Martha's contact information is listed below in the show notes. Be sure to check out her visioning workshop. And until next time, I wish you every good thing.